Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2035. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today I'm in Kirkland, Washington, which is just a little bit north of Gig Harbor here with a very special guest by the name of John Charpentier. John, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have it in gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? Yes, I am, Mark, and I'm ready. Yeah, you're always ready because you're a guy that likes to get out on the track and have some fun. Now, before I give you a proper introduction, what's one little thing that people may not know about you, John? Well, I'm from Montreal. I speak French, and I've played hockey for over 30 years. Wee oui, wee. Oui. I think my uh, college French is not going to get me through our talk today, so we're going to have to speak in English. Yeah, you have a very interesting and actually beautiful last name. And uh, listeners, I was kind of uh, teasing John at the beginning here because when I look at that last name of yours, it looks like Carpenter to me. But uh, Charpentier is the correct pronunciation, right? Yes, I, I, as I mentioned to you, I, I get called, when I first moved here, I often just said my name was John Carpenter. It was easier. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, us uh, Americans here, uh, some of us speak French, but I'm not so good at that. Like I said, my college French has long since left me in the dust. So uh, I'll do my best. John uh, Charpentier is the director of marketing and social media for the Cadillac Club, known as V-Club. This started in Texas back in 2013. Uh, this is a group of enthusiasts who have become uh, nationally organized and recognized by General Motors at its Cadillac headquarters. John's very, very active in the automotive world, attending multiple V-Club events, races, rallies, and he attended the two-day Cadillac V-Performance Academy. That sounds like fun. He's attended SCCA Track Nights in America event, Flying Husky Racing Track Days at the Ridge Motorsports Park, which is a raceway not too far away from me. It's a wonderful facility. And the IMSA Cadillac Racing Event at Laguna Seca Raceway. This guy's having fun. He's owned numerous GM vehicles over the years, including Camaros, Corvettes, and Cadillac CTS Vs, and the CTV4 Blackwing Collectors Series. John's a great example of how getting involved in car club events can lead to exciting experiences and making lots of new friends. We'll be back in just a moment, but first a word from our sponsor, so give them a little listen. Sit tight. We'll be right back. My friends at Covercraft offer you 10 different options. That's right, 10 for your vehicle's protection. You can choose from WeatherShield HP, HD, Sunbrella, Ultratect, Reflect, FormFit, Custom View Shield, and their newest five-layer all-climate cover, three-layer moderate climate cover, and a five-layer indoor option. You have all sorts of ways to protect your car. All of these are custom-tailored by Covercraft's talented craftspeople. It's the form and fit with the quality to attention to detail that's been their standard since 1965. Surface protection is the best way to preserve the investment you've made in your vehicles. It's what I do. Covercraft protects cars, trucks, motorcycles, RVs, trailers, and watercraft too. I have a Covercraft cover for every one of my vehicles, and I've got a deal for you. If you use the code YEAH21, Y-E-A-H-21, at Covercraft.com, they'll give you 10% off your order, plus you get free shipping. That's right, 10% off and free shipping. Just use the code YEAH21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. 
I was talking with a buddy of mine the other day, and he asked me about American Collectors Insurance. He said, while I listen to you on Cars Yeah, you're always talking about agreed value collector car insurance. Well, I insure all my cars on my regular auto insurance policy, and I've done it for years. Why use a different company for my collector cars? I get a multi-car discount. Isn't that good enough? I suggested he call his carrier and ask how much he would get if his collector car was totaled are stolen. He called back and said, boy, that was a scary conversation. Their value of my car wasn't even close to what it's really worth. Thank you for the education, Mark. So don't just hope for a fair claim settlement. Be certain and know exactly what you receive with an agreed value policy. American Collectors Insurance has been protecting enthusiasts since 1976. Give them a call today for your personal agreed value quote at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866 866- 224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of Mark Green's at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance, classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors, automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. They're the ones that insure my car. That's American Collectors Insurance. So, John, let's dive a little deeper into the corner. Now, you're a guy who's been on the track, so you like diving deep into corners and having fun. Could we start with how did you get involved with this club activity? Because it seems like you've gone in full bore, my friend. Yes. Well, my first Cadillac was a 2010 CTSV. I really enjoyed it. And I'd heard about the wanting to get a club going. I, I was previously a member of the Corvette Mark Club of Seattle for several years yep. because I've had several Corvettes. And when I got my Cadillac, I was curious about, you know, what, what, is there a Cadillac V-Club around? And so um, I did find out from a contact at General Motors that, yes, there was a, a V-Club in Texas. And so uh, at the time, though, it wasn't just the right time for me to join. So I, I, I kind of po- postponed and held off joining. And then about three and a half years ago, I had uh, traded in my uh, 2010 for a 2016 CTSV. And th- that's when I thought, this is the right time. I want to get involved and, and learn more about this V-Club that's that started in Texas and now it's, it's called the Cadillac V Club. It's a nationwide club recognized and involved for, with the Jerry Moore's Cadillac headquarters. Yeah. You know, you're a great example of what I suggest to people who want to get into the car community, but maybe don't have a a career in that community, don't work in that community, is join a car club because it gets you involved with like-minded, crazy people like all of us who love cars, but it also introduces you to a lot of unique events. Now, before you got involved with this, were you doing a lot of track events? I had done some track events uh, with the the Corvette Club, but with with my Cadillac, I I'm happy you asked that question because what got me to realize that uh, this Cadillac is no ordinary Cadillac, this CTSV, is I, uh, I joined the club in November of 2018, and I was invited by our president, Mike Franks, to, hey, why don't you come to the Rolex 24 in January of 2019 and get to feel a bit more about what, what it's all about. So I attended that event. At that event, a gentleman by the name of Todd, who was the sales director at Spring Mountain was also was at that event in our Cadillac racing suite, and he said, "Hey, you know, uh, you have a 2016 CTSV. You should come to Spring Mountain." And I, I was familiar with that facility. It used to be called Bragg Smith when I had my Corvettes, and Spring Mountain took over the, the facility and, and expanded it. So uh, in February of 2019, I attended. I went to Spring Mountain, attended a two-day event, and was blown away by what this car could do. You know, it weighs 4,200 pounds, but I tell you, 
um, it, it's it's amazing what it can do in the corners. Well, Cadillac has, did a major rebranding a while back, and my father-in-law was a Cadillac guy his whole life. He was a 33-year Marine. He loved Cadillacs. He always had big Cadillacs. And when I first met my wife, who have been married to now for over 35 years, 38 years, I used to kind of tease him a little bit, as much as you can tease a Marine, uh, about his big, heavy Cadillac, because I was driving uh, Porsche 911s back then and BMWs. And then Cadillac went through this big transition and these new cars, although the weight is what it is, anybody who's jumped in one of these cars, I think will be very pleasantly surprised. They're super high performance cars. And the fact that you take them on the track, it must have just blown you away coming from the Corvette world. And and that's exactly what I found. I guess it weighs 4,200 pounds, but it, it's, it has a, a Corvette, basically a Corvette Z06 engine. It has the LT4 640 horsepower. Yeah, it has a lot of torque. It's surprising. Again, the magnetic ride, the new car I have now, the Blackwing, has magnetic ride 4.0. That really makes a difference in these cars. The handling, it's all about being able to do the, have the handling to be able to take those turns, to hit the straightaway and, and get into the turn. So, And how about the brakes on those cars? Because when you got that kind of horsepower and that kind of weight, you need some good brakes. Yes, Brembo. They have, of course, all the Cadillac Vs have Brembo brakes. As a matter of fact, the new CT5V Blackwing has carbon ceramic brakes. The first Cadillac to have carbon ceramic brakes. Wow. Okay, so you can stop too. You know, I got invited out to Pacific Raceway here by uh, Bentley one time, and they had their big Bentley vehicles, and we got to drive them on the track. And I almost didn't go because I thought, why would I want to drive a Bentley on a racetrack? That seems silly. I was blown away by what they had done. And it sounds like to me, Cadillac has done something very similar. When you think about carbon brakes, uh, that kind of horsepower, that whole combination. Uh, so this new world you have with Cadillac and track events, uh, do you ever kind of sit back and go, this is a pretty cool thing that Cadillac's done? Uh, yes. I, I got to tell you, uh, in our, our Cadillac V-Club members, everyone has their favorite. You know, we, we get involved in autocross, drag strip, road course. And then for members who just want uh, scenic drives, you know, we do some scenic drives around the Pacific Northwest. Uh, some of them may be spirited more day, uh, than others, but we have a lot of fun doing any one of those things. And, or just meeting at an event uh, locally here that's going on throughout the U.S. There's always car meets. So some of our members just want to do that. So we kind of do a bit of everything. That's the great thing about car clubs is there's all these different avenues and venues or they raise money for charities. They do dinners out. They do tours. I mean, all the things that you mentioned are pretty cool. Now, John, what was your career or what is your career? Is it in the automotive world or what have you done for your, your life's career and work? Well, I'm retired now, but I was involved in technology. I, I worked for uh, large companies, Honeywell, Hewlett Packard. And uh, what got me here was I opened Attachmate first office in Montreal and I uh, was very successful there. They, they moved me to their corporate offices here in Bellevue. Since then, I've worked for a company called Directions on Microsoft and uh, I retired uh, approximately 10 years ago. Well, congratulations for that. Now you're out playing with cars and, and having fun and working in the club. Now, part of your responsibility with this group is director of marketing and social media. And I think that's what kind of got you together with me today, right? Yes. I, I try and, and, and share the word about our Cadillac V-Club to people on Facebook, on LinkedIn. Of course, we have an Instagram account, Twitter account. So I, I do try and, and, and you know share the information about our clubs so that more people can join us and know about it. Now, given Cadillac and its background, do you run across people that go, I didn't even think 
Cadillac owners had a club and there's a group of people that are enthusiastic about Cadillac. Do you run into people that join the club and realize, oh my gosh, there's a whole new world here? Yes, because I think in the past, Cadillac has had Cadillac clubs, Cadillac and LaSalle club. But our club is a bit different because it's called the Cadillac V club. Again, the only way to join our club is to own a V series Cadillac, which as you may know, the Cadillac, the first Cadillac V series was a 2004 CTSV. And so since then, we've had ATSV, and, and there's been other XLRV, uh, STSV, there's been other models as well. But today, th- th- we have now three Vs. We have the CT4V, CT4V Blackwing. So that's two different cars. We have the CT5V, CT5V Blackwing. And just recently, Cadillac announced Escalade V. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I've got to ask you this question, because with the onset of EV cars coming up and what's happening in the world, and you're a tech guy, so you embrace new things. What's your impression or thoughts about the upcoming EV world? Because when you look at General Motors, they've talked about, you know, 2035, I think. Are they still saying they're going to be all electric? That's what they're saying. You know, obviously, for us car enthusiasts, I think the big issue we have is it's just, is it, you know, you're not going to have the same sound. No, no sound. Yep. So to us, that's, I think that's an issue, a lot of us. But for now, at least, uh, they've committed to having these black wings, these Vs, till 2025. And uh, you may be familiar that the first Cadillac EV, the Lyric, is, is being uh, built right now. So the deliveries are expected uh, later this year. Yeah. And then they're planning another uh, car that will be coming out this year called the Celestique. And so there's going to be a four-door sedan there that... Uh, We'll also join the Zurich as our Cadillac's first two EVs. Yeah, it's going to be really fascinating. And I've seen the pictures of these incoming cars. They're really stunning designs. Cadillac really did in that remake of their entire brand and marketing, uh, really turn these cars into something different. You know, that old saying, I think it was for Buick, this isn't your dad's Buick anymore. Uh, this definitely isn't your dad's Cadillac anymore either with the performance and this really elegant, stunning design. So I know for my regular listeners to go, Marks, you're, you're kind of loving on Cadillac, Mark. You're a Porsche BMW guy. What are you doing? But I really think they've come a long way and done some nice things. Are there some driving inspirations for you, John? Maybe these are people or maybe it's the club you've organized here and you work with that has really been influential in your life and changing your life maybe since retirement. Well, it has. I mean, I I really enjoy, I've always enjoyed driving. But when you have a car like a Cadillac V-Series that that drives like a sports car but is a four-door sedan, it lets you drive it at more opportunities because, you know, many people, I I know my Corvettes I've had in the past, they weren't my everyday driver. You know, I used to, you also have a, a four-door sedan. And so with a, with a V-Series, it's the best of both worlds. I can do it every day. And um, like very often when we get to the ridge, several of us drive together. And, and it's, it's, uh, people are surprised. You know, we, we, we go there, we, we drive it on the track real hard, and we just drive it home. Yeah, I, I Other know. Other people are bringing their car on a trailer, right? We're just driving it as our daily driver. <laughs> I know. It's pretty cool. Yeah, they've got to raise their eyebrows going, what are these guys in Cadillacs doing here? They really think they're going to go out there and have some fun, and then they watch you guys and go, holy cow, those cars go fast. What kind of advice would you give to somebody who you know, has a Cadillac V or really any car and wants to get involved with a club? How, how can you inspire them to get active with a club and what that's meant for you? Well, they should check out our website at CadillacVClub.com. See kind of what we're doing. Uh, no matter, you know, in the United States, where we have members all over uh, in 31 states. We've opened quite a few chapters recently, 
And so the, the nice part about joining and getting a, a local chapter going is when there is a local chapter in your area, the Cadillac V Club pays for quarterly events and a holiday banquet at the end of the year. So these are some of the benefits that we have as being uh, members of the club. Of course, we, we all get a, a Cadillac V Club polo shirt and a Cadillac ID card, V Club ID card, so that this ID card can help you get discounts with our sponsors and our partners. Yeah, you know, when I was uh, at the last Laguna Seca Raceway uh, event for historic races, Cadillac had cars on display there, and I went in and, and got to drive one, and I was really impressed, and they gave me this Cadillac V-Club hat, and my neighbor across the street has a Cadillac, and I had it on one day. I went over to help him because I, th- oh, he'd gotten a new battery, and something wasn't working, I was helping him fix his battery installation, and he goes, wait a minute, Mark, what are you doing wearing a Cadillac hat? <laughs> you know, again, people think of me as a foreign sports car guy, small car club guy. And uh, I said, well, Dennis, uh, you know, I told him about my experience and he has an older Cadillac, but I'm sure he would love to put his uh, seat into a new a V Cadillac. That would be definitely something he would love to do because he's a performance kind of guy and his wife is a past Porsche driver. So yeah, Cadillac's come a long way. I think it's fantastic. We'll take a short break. We come back. I want to talk about a bit of a challenge maybe you face could be with the Cadillac Cub. Who knows what it is, but it's an important part of what we talk about here at Cars Yeah, so keep the seatbelts tight and we'll be right back. You listeners know that I'm a huge car care fanatic, and my friends at AutoGeek created their Wolfgang Deep Gloss Paint Sealant for perfectionists like you and me. Wolfgang Deep Gloss Paint Sealant is designed to provide long-lasting protection and a glossy, slick finish that, well, it's unmatched. The use of polymer technology ensures your paint is protected from environmental contaminants, those damaging UV rays, and lasts up to three months long. By providing the glossy look of carnauba wax with the longevity of a synthetic formula, Wolfgang Deep Gloss Paint Sealant is the best of both worlds. Go to autogeek.net to get yours for the best product selection on the internet today, along with their skilled technical support. Autogeek.net is where I go for all my detailing needs. That's autogeek.net. I've discovered Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual, informed, reasoned opinion based on first-hand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion and mine, smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions, ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. And be sure to use the code CARSYEAH when you subscribe, and they'll give you $10 off. Boom! Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. So, John, let's talk about this. I always ask my guests this question. Big challenge, big failure, something you really came up against in life. And the reason I ask it is more about the lesson learned and taking it forward positive. So take us on maybe a rough Cadillac ride or some kind of a rough ride. Well, for me, uh, a big challenge or a big uh, uh, being hit with a brick, I, you know, I, I, went through, I went through getting fired and getting divorced in the same year. Oh, no. And then the, the most important thing that for me, that again, being an only child, 
not having time with my daughter during those important years between six and, and, and 14 or, you know, those, those years. And, and I guess that, that to me was really a, a tough, a tough time for me. Yeah. I, and, uh, oh. it made, and then combined with that, you know, I, my, my parents had poor health. I had found out that my dad was diagnosed with Alzheimer's dementia. So it just was a very tough time. And then unexpectedly, my mother passed away in 2015. So I had, you know, try and take care of my dad who lived up in White Rock, BC, and I'm living down here. So it, it was just with no siblings, it was a, a pretty challenging time. And um, he unfortunately also passed away in January 2020, as I was on a on my way to the Rolex in Daytona. So, um, so it, it, that was a pretty tough time for me. Yeah, my, well, my condolences. And oh, my gosh, how, how well, let me back that up a little bit. What kind of advice might you offer a listener out there that might be going through some of those similar things? And, and those are a lot of things to deal with. I mean, job loss, divorce, ill parents, parents passing. I mean, it's like came at you in all different directions. What are some of the things that got you through that? Was it any kind of faith? Was it friends? Was What, what helped you get through that difficult time? Definitely. It was a combination of, of course, uh, you know, uh, being a Catholic from Montreal, uh, faith was important, but also having good friends, uh, relatives up in BC that were uh, supportive. Uh, um, it, w- it was a tough time. And, and I guess I, I think back to, uh, I-, I came to realize that, hey, life is short and, and family, to me, family is important. I, I have my daughter who's at UW now. Uh, she's in engineering at UW. Uh, specializing in chemical engineering. Wow! So <laughs> she me, got she got uh, her dad's brains, I think. <laughs> no, she's doing very well. So, but I, I guess I obviously I wish I I, I saw her more uh, during that time. And and now that she's at school, I don't see her as much as I'd like to. But it made me realize, hey, you know, life is too short. You got to make sure you're doing what's important to you, what you enjoy. If you love what you're doing, it's not work; it's fun. And and I think any advice I have, if you're not enjoying, you know, most of your life is work. So you, you better be enjoying it or else you should maybe consider looking at something else that you would enjoy doing. That's kind of the big thing I've learned, how, how, how you need to uh, have your priorities right and, and, and just you know, make sure that what you're doing is pa- you're passionate about and you love doing it. And so that's kind of the, the message I'd have for, for others. Well, this is something that COVID taught us even more so because of loss of life and loss of communication, not being able to be around people. You and I had a little pre-show chat where I'm about to go down and be able to visit my mom. I haven't seen her in two years or my sister. And uh, yeah, it's it's what Karsha is really all about. And, and I'm hoping that by talking with people like you and all the other inspiring automotive enthusiasts that people out there that are doing and going to a job that they don't like Perhaps they love the automotive field, that there's lots of opportunities. That's what I'm trying to share with people. And I've gotten a fair number of emails from my listeners who say, thank you for changing me a life. I listened to John on your show, and you know what? I took a bold move and changed my direction, and I couldn't have been happier than I am now. So, uh, yeah, I appreciate you sharing that really tough time with us. Uh, important life lesson for sure. Now, we've talked about Cadillac a lot here, so I'm wondering if this is how you're going to answer this next question, and that is share a very special vehicle in your life and a story around that car. Yes. In this particular case, it's going to be a, a story about uh, a 2002 Corvette Z06. Okay. Back on in September of 2001, I had ordered a, a uh, Corvette Z06 from a good friend of mine who owns a dealership in Georgia, a Maxi Price Chevrolet, 
And I decided to, uh, I'd already ordered a previous 1998 Corvette from him and drop shipped it to Lee Johnson here, Chevrolet, near my home in Kirkland. Yeah. But this time I wanted to do a museum delivery. So back in September, on September 10th, 2001, my dad and I flew out and uh, my, I had made friends at the plant. They uh, actually, one of my good friends picked me up, drove to Nashville, picked me up at the airport and drove me back to Bowling Green. And on September 10th, I took delivery of my 2002 Corvette Z06 with my dad. What a special thing. And, of course, that's where you take delivery there is right next to the, that fabulous museum? Yes. You take delivery at the museum right next to the, the plant, the Bowling Green plant that builds the Corvettes. As I said, uh, it was, uh, the reason I, I bring that up is that was the day before the terrorist attack. Oh, September gosh. September 10th. Of course. Yes. And my dad and I, we drove across the U.S. We visited some we tried to go through some visits, uh, like, for example, we visited the Grand Canyon, Palm Springs, L.A., San Francisco, and up the West Coast. So it was quite a memorable uh, drive and something I, I'll never forget. Yeah. Well, I, I'm so happy you took the time to do that and do it with your dad, even more importantly, considering the health challenges he had later in life. What a wonderful trip. Man, that's the way to take delivery of a car. You've got it figured out, don't you? Well, I got to tell you, if, if no one has done this before. If you're, if you're ordering a, buying a Corvette, it's unbelievable. The, the service, the, the experience of taking delivery at the museum is, is, is just, to me, it's the best, the best location to take delivery of a, of a, of a new Corvette. And so, um, that's what I would, I would recommend that uh, by, to everyone. Absolutely. So I'm going to be your car psychologist today a little bit, crawl into your head. If you were manifest as a vehicle, John, this isn't what you want to be. This is how you perceive your idiosyncrasies, the man in the mirror. What would you be, but more importantly, why? Well, I love fast cars. I love being on the track. That's a good question. Uh, to me right now, the Cadillac I have, I, I, I purchased a, a CT4V Blackwing, which you may know is the smaller version of the Cadillac 2, the two Cadillac Vs. I find it more nimble. It's it's uh, it, right now. It is my track car because it, it's. I find it's. I'm I'm a, I'm more aggressive or I'm more comfortable with it on the track. It takes the turns better. So for me, that that's definitely uh, something I, I enjoy being able to have a car that can be both my track car and my everyday car. So that's something I I do really enjoy. Yeah. So kind of a mixture of uh, of your personalities of someone who likes to go fast, but also a serious guy who obviously having a career in the tech world and doing all that kind of stuff you did means you can't be uh, fooling around too much. You got to know what you're up to. So uh, it seems like that's a good fit for that car. Is there a great book that you'd like to share that you've read that uh, you think others should pick up and enjoy? Well, I'm thinking of a book that I was quite involved with a few years ago when I worked for a startup. And so this has nothing to do with the automotive industry, but this book was called Competitive Strategy by Michael E. Porter. He's a Harvard professor who wrote a book about the five basic forces, competitive forces that are out there. And it was helpful for me in the technology field. And these five competitive forces are, of course, industry competitors, you know, rivalry among existing firms, potential entrants, which are, you know, threat of new entrants, substitutes, you know, the threat of substitute products or services. Then, of course, suppliers, the bargaining power of suppliers, and the buyer's bargaining power as well. And those are, are the five competitive forces that are described and, and discussed in this book called Competitive Strategy. 
Sounds like a great book. And it's not a book that I don't believe anybody's recommended. It sounds like a great business book. So I'll make sure I put a link to that on John's show notes page. You listeners know there's a great place on the Cars Yeah website called Guest Recommended Books, where there's over 2,000 very cool books listed by my inspiring automotive enthusiasts. And I make it very easy for you to get your hands on those. You know, when it comes to living a whole life, I've learned through talking with many people that giving back is really important. Are there some ways that you like to give back? Uh, obviously, one of them is what you're doing with the club. Yes, and you should know on our website, we have three charities that we support. One of them is kind of dear to me because of my, what my dad went through, Drive to Remember. It's a charity that's uh, based out of Texas that supports Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that I'm obviously, uh, I think that's a great charity. I, I um, to have my dad, but not know who I am. It, it's it's been pretty. This last few years were pretty challenging. Oh, I can't even begin to imagine. Yeah, it's uh, a horrible thing. So yeah, this is a great thing about car clubs, car events, concours events. Uh, many, 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 if not all of them, are surrounded by charitable organizations, ways to help other people. So I'll make sure to put again again put a link to that website so people can go and uh, support those charities or learn about them. Uh, heaven forbid listeners out there aren't going to experience what you had to experience, but had that challenge in our family as well. And it's a, it is a tough, tough deal. So, uh, make sure we'll put a link to that. So I'm going to allow you to go on what I call the ultimate drive today, John, I've got an open checkbook for you. I'm going to buy you any car. I'm going to send you to any place in the world and you can be with anybody living or someone who's passed. What's the ultimate drive look like for you? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of happy you asked that question because <laughs> it would definitely be my dad. Yeah. My dad had a big influence in my life. And as a matter of fact, I already have the 2023 Z06 on order. Wow. So that drive would be my dad coming with me to Bowling Green, Kentucky at the National Corvette Museum to pick up my 2023 Corvette Z06. Uh-huh. And, wow. and basically going through the drive we did, you know, back uh, 10, 11 years ago, the Grand Can- visiting the Grand Canyon, Palm Springs, Los Angeles, San Francisco, up the West Coast on our way up to Seattle. That would be the drive I'd want to do. Yeah, no kidding. Wow. Got goosebumps listening to that one. Yeah, well, that sounds pretty cool. So you got the car on order, huh? I do, yes. Is that going to be delivered considering the challenges we're facing with supply chain issues and cars? Well, as I mentioned to you, I, I don't know exactly when they're going to be. it's going to be built. Uh, I, I know my friend who I've purchased my previous Z06 and, and my 1998 Corvette from, this dealership in Loganville, Georgia, Maxi Price Chevrolet, um, he's told me, again, I'm, I'm fortunate, I know the owner. Yeah. Uh, he's told me that I'll get one of his first, not the first maybe Z06, but one of his first Z06s. Nice. Maybe the fifth, fourth, fifth one, you know, yeah. I, I, and we'll see. But so that, that's, uh, that's the plan. But, uh, but for right now, my CT4V Blackwing is my track car. So until I get that. I uh, can't wait to hear about that story. So you've taken us on a really fun ride today, John. I want to thank you for calling in and chatting with me today and getting people fired up about joining a car club. doesn't matter what mark you're a part of. Uh, whatever car you drive, there is a car club for you out there and a way to meet great people and enjoy your vehicle in a variety of ways. Could you send us off with maybe some parting words of inspiration, wisdom, or a success quote of some kind? I, I would recommend if you're looking at wanting to uh, to live life to the fullest. There was a video I w- watched a few times. 2005, Steve Jobs did a commencement speech at uh, Stanford, yeah. and uh, th- I found that very inspiring. Uh, as you know, Steve Jobs passed away, but um, he talks about uh, finding something that you love, uh, do what you believe is great work, and the only way to do great work is to love what you do. And so, if you haven't found it yet, be patient, keep, you know, don't settle, keep looking. 
and you'll find it uh, when you, when you, you'll know when you find it. To me, that don't wait. Start enjoying life. Start making it happen now. And that's kind of the motto. I, I've been trying to, to do that these last few years because life is too short. To, and you know, uh, get right, get get your bucket list. Uh, start writing down the things you need, you want to do, and, and start doing them. Absolutely, very, very th- smart thing to do. We all kind of know that, but sadly, a lot of people wait, wait too long, or they never get to it as well. How can people learn more about the club? First thing is uh, go to our website, CadillacVClub.com. Our Facebook page, the same CadillacVClub.com, Instagram, and Twitter. And they can contact me, of course, you know. There you go. I'll put links to all these on John's show notes page so that you can uh, follow along with what they're doing or connect with any of the folks there, including John. John, hey, thanks for taking some time out of uh, your day today and joining me and sharing your enthusiasm with your club. Uh, Very cool what you're up to. I'm so happy that you found uh, happiness in your life, uh, playing with cars, being around great people in the car club there. Until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you down the road. Thank you very much, Mark. I really appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. This was great fun. If you're listening to this program, there's a pretty good chance you believe what I believe, that the collector vehicles we love are more than just a means of getting from one place to the other. They're a part of our culture, our identity, and as a people, they bring us together at vintage races, classic car auctions, and thousand-mile rallies. That's why I support the RPM Foundation, which exists to ensure that the critical skills necessary to preserve and restore these important vehicles aren't lost to time. RPM stands for Restoration, Preservation, and Mentorship, and their goal is to inspire the next generation of vehicle restoration professionals through its outreach programs, and they include Shop Hop, Off to the Races, the RPM Future Class, and many others. These programs engage talented young people across the country and connect them with mentors and a variety of opportunities in the industry. For more information on how the RPM Foundation is driving the future of collector vehicles skill trade, visit rpm.foundation today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!